This is Mac Studio and Studio Display. Son of a trash can. 70% of you watching still haven't subscribed. So hit that button and help us build the best community in tech together. Did Apple just actually figure out a way to take everything that was interesting and good about the 2013 Mac Pro the things that, yeah, maybe they angered the traditional Mac Pro crowd, the ones who do want PCIe expandability, who want that traditional cheese grater, but the people who just wanted the fastest Mac possible in a box, who were happy with the appliancification, uh, but wanted to keep pace with the rest of Apple's Mac lineup, did Apple just figure out a way to have their cake and eat it too, to have the best of both Pro Mac worlds? with a traditional Apple Silicon modular Mac Pro to come, but this new Mac Studio right here and now, because this doesn't look like the mythical Mac X, the small tower that a lot of nerdiest of nerd uh, Mac heads have been asking for for many years, which would be, you know, PCIe based tower where you could take it apart, put cards in, expand it, but in a much smaller, less expensive version of the Mac Pro. This looks like, not like a smaller Mac Pro, but like someone just continued to extrude the Mac mini. With a footprint of just 7.7 inches square and height of only 3.7 inches. Yeah, that was one of my questions. If Apple did make a bigger, a taller Mac mini, what would take up all that space? And it looks like it's primarily for heat management that they're gonna have a layer of Apple Silicon M1 Max or M1 Ultra, which is the dual M1 Max chip, essentially two M1 Max ultra fused together, uh, and then just a massive cooling system on top of it so that my hope is, we'll see, my hope is it can just run uh, at full Mac. Like you can just light up those cores indefinitely, perpetually for any sort of really heavy, really sustained workloads. And of course the, the connectivity is ridiculous. We've got four Thunderbolt 4 ports. We've got 10 gigabit ethernet built in, two old school USB-A ports, HDMI and you know, Pro audio jack. And interesting, that does not look like MagSafe, nor is Apple saying MagSafe for this connector. So we got MagSafe on the 24 inch iMac and we've gotten it now on the 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pros, but not for the Mac Studio, at least not yet. Wi-Fi 6, not Wi-Fi 6E, which like the enterprise would be the best version of Wi-Fi 6 uh, and Bluetooth. With two ports on the front on the M1 Max version, because it doesn't have as many controllers, those are USB-C only ports but on the M1 Ultra, because it has double uh, the Thunderbolt controllers, those are Thunderbolt. And then you also have the SDXC port right on the front for handy use of those cards if you still use them. I personally am using uh, CF Express cards now, so RIP me. When you compare Mac Studio to our most powerful Mac desktops, the 27-inch iMac and Mac Pro, it takes performance to astonishing new heights. And now this is the part where Colleen absolutely drags just shreds Intel. The CPU performance on Mac Studio with M1 Ultra is up to 3.8 times faster than the fastest 27 inch iMac. And it's up to 90% faster than Mac Pro with 16 cores. And of course, these are apples to <laughs> bananas comparisons because the Intel models of Apple's Macs are a couple generations old by now. They're not running Alder Lake. Uh, they're running previous generations. It's up to a remarkable four and a half times faster. It even exceeds Mac Pro with its fastest graphics card. And likewise, nowhere nearly the latest uh, AMD RDNA 3 cards. I think they're on three. But you know, by the same token, if you tried to put Alder Lake uh, and RDNA 3 into this machine, it had this kind of performance uh, with nowhere nearly the efficiency in an enclosure like this without, I don't know, liquid nitrogen cooling it, it would just halt and catch fire and then, you know, melt down to the thermal core of the earth. 
you get up to 128 gigabytes of unified memory for enormous graphics tasks. But here's where it gets really interesting because the unified memory that's provided by Apple's infrastructure, now they have 64 gigabytes of unified memory on the M1 Max and 128 gigabytes of unified memory on uh, the M1 Ultra. And that's available. That is immediately available, not just to the CPU, into the GPU, into all the compute cores. You don't have discrete RAM uh, for the CPU and VRAM for the GPU. It's all available to everything at the same time. So there is no copying back and forth. There, you don't lose any of that time. So I'm really curious to see what kind of difference that makes in a memory configuration we've really never seen available uh, in a Mac, maybe in you know, even higher end PCs ever before. $2,000 to start, which is actually a really good value for an M1 Max-based computer, but it goes all the way up to $8,000, of course, with the M1 Ultra and the 128 gigabytes of RAM, eight terabytes of storage, all of that. And for people waiting on the iMac Pro, this means that might just be waiting forever now because this could be the new future, the new direction for Apple's higher-end Pro machines, no longer an all-in-one. The all-in-ones are saved now for the consumer uh, end of the lineup, the colorful end of the lineup. And going forward, the pros just have either the appliance box or the modular box at the absolute highest end. Because you know, the people, what the resources that Apple would usually put into a higher end iMac seem to have all gone, seem to be the all the wood behind the arrow of this new Mac studio. So never say never, of course, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if Mac mini and iMac are the new consumer end of the Mac lineup, desktop Mac lineup, and Mac Studio and Mac Pro are the new higher end, and there is no more iMac Pro, even pro-level iMac uh, in between. The studio display is in a class of its own. And this display, it isn't 6K for 6K with a $1,000 stand, but it is $1,600 to start, and if you want that nano texture option and you do want the variable stand or the Visa stand, it'll go to 1900 or even 2300 bucks. So absolutely cheaper, but by no means cheap. 27 inch active area with a total of 14.7 million pixels at 218 pixels per inch, making it a 5K retina display. And Apple's not saying mini LED, so my guess is it's not gonna be mini LED, which sadness because between the MacBook Pro and the iPad Pro, I've really gotten used to having that end-to-end -end HDR high dynamic range workflow experience and also no up to 120 Hertz ProMotion high frame rate. And I guess Apple is saving that for the Pro XDR highest end of the display product range. It's also got an A13 Bionic uh, chipset inside it, which Apple is no doubt using mostly for, yes, for uh, 12 megapixel ultra wide camera, which is basically the iPad's uh, front facing camera, no longer the potato cameras of Mac's past. And it's got center stage built in, which has been an iPad only feature up until now. This is the first time we're seeing it on a Mac, but it's what you know follows you around and makes sure that you stay in the middle of the camera or in pans in, pans out, zooms in, zooms out as more people come in along with a three mic array. You know, Apple's been pushing studio quality mics, USB quality mics, for a while now. And of course, the, the speaker systems that Apple's been just raising the bar on over and over again over the last few years, not just in MacBook Pros, but in iMacs as well. And this is doing that sort of spatial audio, full 3D soundstage experience as well. And it makes sense to just reuse A13 now that it's not being used in many other things anymore. Uh, it has the capabilities to do it, the speed to do it, and Apple doesn't have to create custom silicon for a display while they're busy making so much custom silicon for the Mac. Three 10 gigabit per second USB-C ports, 
one Thunderbolt 4 port, full speed Thunderbolt 4 port, which isn't as much I.O., frankly, as I was hoping. I was hoping for something much similar, much more similar, but similar uh, to what the Mac Studio itself has or what a traditional iMac has. And that Thunderbolt cable is going to be taken up by the Mac anyway, so you're really just getting the three USB-C ports. You can get your Apple accessories, your Magic Mouse, Magic Trackpad, and Magic Keyboard with Touch ID in silver or space gray now just to, just to get you know, your choice of vibes with the new Studio Display. So this, this Mac Studio and Studio Display could really be Apple's new answer for the highest-end iMac, the iMac Pro. And I'm really curious what you think about that. Would you prefer still having that all-in-one with an M1 Ultra, or do you prefer having the compute cores and the display separated? You know, for me personally, I kind of like this. I just ordered the M1 Ultra version of the Mac Studio, and I can't wait to get it. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the reviews. But I would really, I would all caps love to know what you think. So let me know in the comments below. And to get more, just way more out of all of this, and maybe even get involved in making the next generation of this, Check out the algorithms, neural networks, and machine learning courses on today's sponsor, Brilliant. Basically, everything that the next generation of everything from silicon to software is going to be built on, but also math, science, and computer science, physics, quantum mechanics, game theory, so much more. Because Brilliant is the online, interactive STEM learning platform with a growing catalog of courses specifically crafted to help you learn concepts by working through them yourself in visual, hands-on ways. And all the lessons are thoughtfully broken up into bite-sized pieces so you can learn at your own pace, no pressure. Like, have you ever wanted to learn code, but you were put off by overly complicated traditional computer programming courses? Well, Brilliant has actual fun interactive challenges that let you shift blocks of pseudocode around, receive immediate feedback, and get results. You feel like you're solving puzzles, gaming even, but the whole entire time, you're learning how algorithms work. And once you know that, coding becomes way less intimidating and way more accessible. There's also a brand new everyday math course that provides even more foundational math lessons to help even more people get started. Because here's the thing, Everyone, absolutely everyone starts somewhere and you can get started right now, today, for free. Just visit brilliant.org slash Richie or click the link in the description. And the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. So click that button on the screen or go to brilliant.org slash Richie. Clicking on that button really helps out this channel and so does hitting up this playlist for even more Apple event coverage, all the details, all the inside info, all for you. So hit up this playlist and I'll see you in the next video.